Hey everybody, my name's Chris Warren. My name is Matthew Lopes. Welcome to the You Should Be Worried podcast. If anybody uh, has ever heard of the uh, app Letterboxd, I just made an account and I'm reviewing movies that I've never seen before. How's that going for you? It's going good. I've uh, I've never watched a movie that's prior. You know this. I never watched a movie prior to 1995 except for Jurassic Park. Um, and so I'm going onto Letterboxd and I'm 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 filtering it by year made. And I'm going to all the ones that are like 95 and lower. That I'm just reviewing them. Too old, haven't seen. Too old, haven't seen. I love the thought that you're going through like all my favorite films <laughs> and just putting. <laughs> Made in the 60s, 0 out of 10. I went to Das Boot. I was, like, too old, haven't seen. Also in German. Gross. <laughs> That's nuts. Watching a movie. I, I, did, I, I watched Parasite, and that was the only movie I got through. Oh, no. Parasite and Train to Busan were the two that I so watched. So, Korean. You're okay with Korean. I guess I'm okay with Korean. Oh. Uh, yeah. Do you speak any? No. Anyang. Haseyo. All right, how do I know that that's oh, actual I, Korean? Anyang is uh, hello, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's from Arrested Development? <laughs> Anyang. <laughs> Anyang. The, uh, I, I, don't, I don't speak any languages other than English. I don't even speak English that well, if we can be honest. You don't speak any, like, Portuguese or Italian from your I family? Speak, I, I took five years of Italian, and I, I, I'm at the level of G- your one give me Italian. Your, give me your best. Like, say hello to me in Italian. Uh, ciao. Come stai? Bene, tu? Buongiorno. Ah, oh, fuck. Buongiorno's good. Um, buongiorno's a good word. <laughs> That's one of the good ones. And, uh, uh, dove is where? So, like, uh, dove uh, il bagno? Uh, dove il hose? Yeah. Where are the hose at? Yeah. That's all I need to know. <laughs> you, you, go in, you go into an Italian nightclub, you're like, dove il hose? Dove il hose. Dove il hose. How, how and they're you, like, oh, I got you. <laughs> How do you say, say I want to scare the hose in Italian? <laughs> uh, I want to is uh, uh, dovuto? No, I want potere? No, I want is like desire. So it's I, dude, I don't know. And I, I clear uh, out. <laughs> I got I got inspired by your sunglasses, so yeah. I brought back my sunglasses. Oh! that we can both have? Oh, I mean, these are women's. These are mine. These are Ben's. But hell yeah! These are women's sunglasses that a woman left in my car, but now they're mine. Oh, so. dude, hey, those are also a woman's sunglasses that were left <laughs> with my heart. So, Ben, you and me are crushing it, we're dude. Destroying uh, it. <laughs> that's great. Wait, what? Why did this woman leave glasses in your car? Don't worry about these. How long ago? How long ago was that? Oh, like eight months. So. <laughs> eight months ago. <laughs> <laughs> you said eight days ago. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> is this the one who dressed like Sheldon Cooper with the sh- with the long sleeves under the short <laughs> sleeves? <laughs> Wait, who is that? <laughs> you were dating a girl who like was like kind of like emo and shit, and so she had like I think the photo you showed me, she like had like black and white like like striped. Oh under, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like striped uh, long sleeve shirt under like a black t shirt. Yeah, bazinga. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, she she rules. I wish uh, she hadn't had um, mental issues and moved to upstate New York. Yeah, yeah. But look, now, now you have a piece of her with you wherever you go. I mean, they're not hers, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a different girls. I'm a. I, I've never. What do I still own? Oh, I my my. I have one ex who bought me a um a T Rex skull. Like Ooh. not an actual. T- obviously, like that would have been so cool if it was an actual one. But she just bought one from like the store for like probably fifty, sixty bucks, and I still have it on my nightstand. And I don't really, I don't like, com- like I don't think of her 
when I see it now, like obviously it was a gift from her and I'm very appreciative. But like you would think that if I ha- if I got a gift from an ex that I'd be like, oh, I got- that has to get out of here. But I love dinosaurs so much, I'm not going to throw it away. Wow. This bitch knew my heart. <laughs> and so, no, I'm definitely going to keep it. And now when I look at it, I'm not like, that reminds me of my ex. What I think is, yo, that's fucking sick-ass T-Rex. That's a dope-ass T-Rex. Kind of small for a skull. Probably like a baby's T-Rex, but it's a pretty good skull. And then are you ever like, you know who else liked T-Rexes? And just hold it and weep as you look at, like, Hamlet? Did Hamlet, like... I shouldn't have used that reference in this room. That was not... Ben, you know what I'm talking about? We were talking about Shakespeare. That's so crazy. We were talking about Shakespeare yesterday. No, I've never, I've never been blessed by seeing Hamlet. Dude, you know Shakespeare... He holds the skull? Yeah. No, yes, I know. I know. I know. I'm a theater major. I know that reference, too. Oh, then why are you playing <laughs> dumb? <laughs> I was playing dumb. The I'm one sorry. time I do a reference yeah, in your no, ballpark, no, no. you yeah, play yeah, dumb. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trying to connect with you like your dad, dude. <laughs> Trying to come down to your level. I appreciate it. I really do. I, I Did you have... Did you know that Shakespeare invented like 1,700 new words? I believe it. You know that? No, we I, were I didn't it know up. that. It's not something you have to believe. It's the truth. It's the fact. So, <laughs> That's good. It's the facts. We we he was also he was alive during the 1500s. I didn't know that. I thought Shakespeare was like a BC guy. No, you didn't. I swear to God, I don't know what time. So is. hold on, you thought Sha- I've never heard of time before. Hold on, <laughs> you thought Shakespeare was before Jesus? Yes, I don't think that's fucked up to think. Is that wrong to think? Yeah. First off, Jesus never existed. He, he probably did. He but. never existed. So I thought. See, I thought I was on the other end of the spectrum. I thought he was in like the eighteen hundreds. Oh, you thought he was closer. That seems more reasonable. Yeah, and then my dad. Why does that like, seem no, more reasonable? Why is that oh, more shit. reasonable? Because the year fifteen. You don't know when paper was invented. Crazy. You don't know. You don't know I mean, when fucking. You know. We have a general idea. Like, if you don't know facts, you don't know. You know, like if you're not looking it up, you don't know. You know what, Matt? You know what I did? Um, you know what I did on Sunday. What? I got I, it. I got it fixed. You crushed it. Did you fucking turn it off? You pressed the surge protector. Oh no, it's it's working. Okay, what happened? I went. Uh, I went to a uh, sober house benefit. What is that? So okay, there was this uh, fundraiser mm-hmm. because they're building a new sober house. In the Fairfield County. Yeah. And it's basically like a place that people go when they get out of rehab. If they're not ready to go like out into the world or maybe they don't have a place to go, they go live at the sober house for a while and it like helps reacclimate them to society and like yeah, yeah, something yeah. learned. Like work skills, it's a, it's a really good program. Um, and so there's this fundraiser, this benefit for this new one. They're they're trying to like buy a house and renovate it. So they just bought the house and then they're raising money to renovate it. And uh, my friend, I won't say, I, we'll call him T for the story. Okay. My friend T from from my A meeting was like, "Oh, Chris, are you gonna? You should go to this benefit I'm running." And I was like, "Oh, I don't know." Like, yeah. And he's like, "Oh, I, I have an extra ticket for you. Just go." Okay. And I was kind of like voluntold, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, "All right." So I go to the event, and this was like brought me back to my days of like the old school like blue bloods in Greenwich. Okay. Like everyone was so rich at this thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I came dressed like this. That's why I wore it today, for example, with the hat. Right. And I I very much stood out of place. I very much, <laughs> everyone was like, who are you? And uh, I was like, don't worry about it. Like, I roll up in my Honda Accord, and there are Ferraris and, like, Aston Martins. Oh, and, like, shit. you know, really nice cars. Whoa. The parking lot. And uh, there's, like, service people with, like, trays. Uh-huh. Like, the silver tray. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is cool. First bid they, they have, do. Do they have deviled eggs on the tray? 
No deviled eggs. What do they? What were they? What they have on the like champagne glasses and shit? Um, no, it's a sober thing. So there is. Oh right, it wouldn't yeah. be. Yeah. So what the fuck would they put on? Oh, uh, there was Israeli donuts. All right, never mind. Go ahead, say. Well, right they're here. they're like donuts, but thin <laughs> and long, so they're like kind of they're they're delicious. I love them. Okay. Um, so it was great. So everyone's like a bajillionaire, and I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, it was so nice of him to get me a ticket, and like I came here, like I should. I should bid because what they do is they like auction things off. Like it's a fixed price, but they yeah. auction like who's going to pay for this part of the thing. Yeah. And then people like raise their paddle and they like cover that. So I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'll do something, you know, like a yeah. two, three hundred dollars, something small, but like just to show my appreciation. Okay. First bid. Yeah. All right, guys, we need to uh, redo the roof of this uh, new house we bought. Um, do I, does anyone uh, want to take this uh, project for $16,000? Oh, fuck. Paddle goes up immediately. No And way. I was like, well, obviously they're getting the big one, you know, the big one out of the way first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll do another one. Okay. Next one, they're like, uh, yeah, we're buying beds for like a bunch of the houses in the area need new beds. Uh, does anyone want to take on uh, buying all the new beds for $10,000? Holy shit. Getting that, smaller, getting it gets smaller. smaller. <laughs> then, it was, then it was like we need to do the outdoor lights and deck, uh, $8,000. Holy shit. The lowest it got was $6,000. Holy fuck. They must have raised like $100,000 in that, in that like one hour. We should just And do people that. were like, no problem, like throwing up, like, oh yeah, I got that, whatever. Like, yeah. no big deal. Like, they like, didn't, you I'll know. I'll do this. Oh yeah, fine. I'll They're do that. They're giving it away. Just give it, just say, yeah, I got that. If I had $10,000, Chris. The last thing I would do would is give it to well, somebody I'm, else. I'm sitting here thinking, I'm a grateful recovering addict and alcoholic. Yeah. Someone should sponsor me. Right. Give me like $20,000 to go do comedy. Yeah, dude. You know, I'm 100%. a I'm a miracle of recovery. I was only, and does anyone want to bid on Chris Warren's uh, <laughs> marketing budget? Ask for, for $4,000. $4,000. No paddles go up. <laughs> no, paddles. no paddles go up, dude. It was brutal. Uh, you can donate money to make sure that Chris Warren doesn't kill himself. Uh, and then three hundred dollars. I looked up <laughs> no paddles. I looked go up because I looked up the website and yeah. went to like they had an Eventbrite link to the mm -hmm. event I was at. Because I was just once I started seeing, them, I was like, "What? Happened? What is this?" Yeah. Because I was curious. Tickets were a thousand dollars, and you got him for free. The guy just bought me a ticket. Holy just shit! Because so he wanted me to come see, I guess, that aspect of recovery, and I was like, "I am not." In the, I'm in the wrong place right now. Nuts. That seems like the type of recovery where they're all like California sober. No, no, this is a hardcore group. At Which least, is crazy to me because yeah. it's just, a, I don't know, it just doesn't mix to me, sober people and also like, and we need 16,000. What sober person has this? <laughs> do, you, do you feel as though like people out there, do you feel like people out there exist? If you have that much money, you should be actively drinking. <laughs> That's the only way you make it to the top of the corporate ladder. So if you're you blackout like, drunk at the boardroom. If, if some people have that much, that much money, do you think uh, an addiction could be spending money and like giving money away at a certain point? Do you think some people would be like, oh, I have like hundreds of millions of dollars I have to give money. Like, I'm addicted to giving money to other people. Or um, away. Well, kind of like part of the AA program is uh, being of service. Because yeah. that builds your self-esteem. And it also is a way to give back what you were given. And spread, like, that love and kindness in the world. And, like, make, sure. you know, things better. Yeah. Um. So, like, because I was talking to my sponsor after it. You know, I was like, yo, what the fuck was that? Um. And, like... So for some people, it's like they're very busy. They're running like a hedge fund, 
which is what I imagine half the people there were doing. Yeah. And mind you, not everyone there was like a sober person. Like a lot of them just were like supporters of the organization. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't, I didn't recognize, like I would say 99% of the people I did not recognize. Yeah. So they, maybe they were in the program, maybe they weren't, but um, they wanted, I, I get the vibe that a lot of them were rich people that weren't sober. That just were like, Oh, these poor alcoholics. Well, well, I'm a better person. I'll help them. And, uh, but, like, for some people, like if you're running a hedge fund and, like, killing it in life, like some of these guys are, like T is. Yeah. You don't have time to, like, go on the street and, like, help people. Right. So your way of giving back is, like, go to an event. here's 16000 20000 whatever yeah. it is, dollars, and, you know, problem solved. That's what I can contribute. I can't do that, but that's why I spend more time, like, working with newcomers at the meeting and, like, younger guys and stuff and making phone calls. Can you imagine if somebody who is, like, T... Had, like decided instead of going to an event, just gave sixteen thousand dollars to like a homeless guy on the street. What would that homeless guy do? He'd probably kill himself, right? Yeah, he'd probably just buy he so much die. heroin. See, that's and die. Where, yeah, I think it's like Mr. Beast theory, where it's like on the surface, yeah, but like you just gave the wrong guy the most money he's ever seen, and now he's probably going to get in way more danger than if you yeah, just yeah. left him alone with his heroin syringe. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, just saying. Honestly, he probably wouldn't use all of it though. Probably wouldn't use all that money. He wouldn't get through it. Back. I don't think he'd get through yeah, he it. Wouldn't no, get he would make it. a grand in. Like, heroin's <laughs> yeah, not that much money. Yeah, yeah. He would buy a grand of heroin could, and, and die. You could <laughs> figure <laughs> out exactly how much money killed that man. <laughs> Let's start Like, playing. the dollar amount that sent him over the edge. Listen, Matt, I just thought about this. Like, $1,000 really isn't that much money. Do you, uh-huh. you want to, like, kill a homeless person? Like, in that way. Do like, they have do they have government records still or do like they, do those go when they they lose their house? Well, I mean, no, we didn't do anything wrong. If we gave him a thousand dollars and he OD'd, oh, 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 that's what we, I'm saying. We like that's how we kill him by giving by giving him money. Yeah, <laughs> got to deal with it, baby. Like I'm not that. having any fun with these glasses on either. But I think these might have been prescription, but not my prescription. <laughs> you know, you do look really nice. the The suit looks nice. Oh, you're sitting with the button. The button still attached. You have to have the one top button. You release the bottom button, man. It's basic etiquette. It's basic etiquette. Is that? It's that. Does the etiquette change based on like what culture you're from? Uh, no, because everyone's suit etiquette. Everyone's been westernized, so pretty much everyone wears a suit, and everyone wears a suit the same way. If you keep the bottom button unbuttoned, why does the bottom button need to stay there? Because when you stand up, you button the bottom button. That seems fucky. It's just. Etiquette. I don't like it. You also eat from the outside in with utensils. You start at the outside and work your way in if you have, like, four forks and four knives. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And that has what to do with suit etiquette? And you put, <laughs> you put. Uh, I'm just teaching you etiquette. Oh, etiquette in general. Yeah, you cross your fork and knife and leave it on the plate when you're done. You put, um, <laughs> you put, you put your knife and fork facing to the left if it was bad. You ever have to let to them know you face it to the right and up if it was great. Have you ever taken taken an etiquette class? Uh, no, I grew. Your up parents seemed like they would have signed a very you up for abusive class. gay father, and I was he and was he the taught. etiquette class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also used to have to walk around with a book on my head to have perfect posture. Oh shit! Like Princess Diaries. Yeah, yeah. Chris was Princess Diaries. I was Princess Diary and out, dude. <laughs> and then I don't. I think this is ever. I think we, we've talked about this maybe once, twice. It always gets cut. I'm sure it'll get cut again. Yeah. But um, and I he used to make me ride horses. <laughs> because, and this was my father's logic with why I needed to be an equestrian. Yeah. Is uh, he was convinced. Because I think I've been over this. Like, my dad was, like, white trash from New Jersey that, like, basically conned his way into, like, having a shitload of money. Yeah. So he, like, didn't fit in 
in that like world, but he wanted to. So he had like he had like real white trash ideas about how rich people work. Mm-hmm. So like one of his ideas was that it's like, okay, so Chris, listen, rich people ride horses. So one day you might be in a business meeting mm-hmm. and they want to go ride horses with you after. What are you going to say if you don't want to ride a horse? You got to know to ride a horse. That's how you can become friends with the CEO, work your way up the corporate ladder. Yeah. And he was dead serious. <laughs> and I was like, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I should learn golf. I'm pretty sure that's the one. That's the one they, they do, and he's like, no, nah, not the real rich people. Nah, dude. That's middle management shit. Rich people, they ride fucking horses. Yeah. And I was like, Not nah, right. do Clydesdales. <laughs> dude, so I rode horses for like two and a half years in middle school, and I was dude. good. I was competitive. I rode English, not that fucking gross Western style. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to jump jumps. Yeah, yeah. I used to go oh, really shit. high. You used to be on the horses while they jumped? Yeah, I would jump. And you, could, uh... you could stay on? Yeah. Dude, what? No, like, That's was, like a serious skill, Chris. I was good. I like won ribbons and stuff. I placed. I would travel for what it. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. How old were you? Um, So this happened from fifth grade, sixth grade, and seventh grade. So like those yeah. three years. Yeah. <laughs> Little 12-year-old Chris is hopping. Galloping, hopping dude. <laughs> galloping. That's so crazy. Yeah, I think. Uh, Holy fuck. What was the highest jump I did? I think it was like a four, four foot. So like there was a bar. Four feet off the ground. You're probably so small. And I just, you're so small on the horse, and the horse, like, you're just staying on it and shit. Is the horse big, or is the horse, like, fit to your size? No, normal-sized horse. Holy shit. Because um, once you're past it, because, like, that's the thing, is, like, for ponies and stuff, it's, like, great for little kids to have fun, but, like, you're not really learning how to ride, because, yeah. like, ponies physiologically work different than a horse. Sure. So, like, if you actually want to learn how to ride a horse properly, like, you have to ride, like, a full-grown horse. So me as like a fifth grader was just put on like a full like you know, fucking five hundred oh wh- whatever they are like seven hundred pound horse thousand pound horse. They're not. Yeah, they're definitely not seven hundred. Yeah, they're definitely bigger than that. Like I was I, when I, I went to Italy and a horse uh, stepped on my foot once, and that shit turned my pinky toe purple. Yeah. What what side of this do you fall on? What what color is Santa? Santa's white. <laughs> Obviously, thank you. Okay, applause break. Do some people think? Do some people think that Santa's like not white? Oh yeah, there's a big push that Santa should be multiracial. But if Saint Nick is Santa Claus and he's Italian, isn't he also white because he's Italian? Also not Italian, and Italians aren't white. Wait, Santa's not um, Italian. Uh, <laughs> Wait, <what>? Santa <laughs> is not Italian, man. Santa Claus is not Italian? No, I don't. Uh, did you Italian? Why did you think he was Italian? Saint Nicholas. That doesn't what mean he's Italian. Roman Catholic. Saint Roman. Dude, not Italy. all Roman Catholics are just you, Italian. You're not. Oh, you are. I'm Doug. dead ass. Oh, so did I fuck up? My whole life I thought Santa Claus was Italian. Oh, I'm going to go give the kids all the <laughs> presents. I'm going to eat the cookies. Is Santa not Italian? No. Fuck, dude. No. Oh, I'm pissed. No, dude. Santa's from like. Chris Kringle, St. Nicholas. I believe he's like Nordic, right? Isn't he like Finnish or Swedish or something? He's from Turkey? Santa Claus is known to have Turkish roots. He can be placed. No, dude, that's Thanksgiving. (laughs) So you're telling me. It's really good. You're telling me some Turkish dude with five o'clock shadow and a fez (laughs) is coming and putting kebabs under the Christmas tree. Noel Baba is expected to leave his gifts under a That's not even saying who the fuck's Noel Baba? New Year tree for New Year's Eve. No Baba. That's funny as fuck. What nationality is Santa Claus? Did I say he's Greek? Was a Greek born in the 
was how about this? He's not real. <laughs> you guys fucking consider that? Maybe everyone, that's why everybody everyone has seems answers. to be pulling two eighty AD though. That seems to be okay. The, uh, so he definitely that's of, the original person. I always thought the original person was like some guy up in like Finland or something. Is it Nicholas an Italian name? Ba- Babo Natale. Babo Natale. That's Italian. Yeah. Wait. So, so every uh, every. Country had their Do own. Wait, does every of Santa country Claus? just say Santa's from their country? Dude, yeah. Is it like one of those things? 100%. Like everyone claims him? Dude, that's so good. When I think Santa, I think Ed Asner. Dude, okay? Yeah, he, that's he Santa. Did dude. The best, he was the most believable fucking Santa Claus of all time, dude. Like, fucking, hold on. Holy shit. Was he an elf? Was that Yes. <laughs> Ed Asner was the voice of Carl Fredrickson and Up. Really? He, he also gave a speech at my uh, sister's college graduation. Dude, oh, that's, sister that's Santa, bro. That see? That is Asner. Yeah, it's a great Santa. Murdered see? Santa. That's fantastic. A white man. See, that's the kind of face. That's a good Santa face. You know, That's a great Santa face. It's Can we look Santa up Black face. Santa? I, I, I'm shocked that Max, Matt's never seen Black Santa. I've never seen a Black Santa before. Ooh, that looks sick, though. That looks sick. That one's just Morgan Freeman in a Santa hat. The one of those. The one at the top. It's not who that is. The one at the top was. Yes, it was. Imagine if the Grinch was, like, not a green monster. (laughs) 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 Like, like Dr. Seuss was known to be fucked up. Santa Claus not Italian. Okay. No, I think he's whatever you want him to be. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I guess so. How, what did you, did you remember the day you figure it out? Or you were like, one day you was like, he can't be real. When did you find out he wasn't real? Um, or did your parents never even I think it was celebrate in, when you were growing up? That? No, we were, like, I grew up non-religious, but we still did, like, Christmas. Yeah. Like, that was really it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I guess we did Easter when I was really little. We did, like, the Easter baskets, but after I was, like, 10, I don't think we ever did that again. Yeah. Um, But Christmas, so I think it was in third or fourth grade, like right around that time, mm-hmm. maybe a little earlier. Um, I woke up at like, I don't know. It felt like super late, but also I was like really little. So it was probably like 10 at night. Yeah. yeah. I, w- I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, oh my God, it's Christmas. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I wonder if Santa's already come. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so I ran to go see the Christmas tree mm-hmm. Um, and my dad was passed out drunk <laughs> <laughs> halfway through putting the presents out. Oh, shit. So there was like some of the presents under the tree and then he had like two under his arm <laughs> and just like and just like a <laughs> a thing of Patron oh, and was just fuck. passed out in our living room. That's so good, dude. And I was like... I think we're doing the Christmas episode of this podcast a little too early. Yeah. But however, I'll well, tell no, you... Because we're going to do the Hanukkah episode later. So oh, that's we'll, true. We'll we're not going to have a Christmas episode. Oh. We're going to have a Hanukkah episode. Yeah. That's great. And then we have a, for when I found out that he wasn't real, my father, or or I received a note from my parents saying a note came for you. It's from Santa Claus, right? How old were you? And I was like, oh, (laughs) I was, I was eight. I probably eight, eight, eight years old or seven. That was one of those. And then I read it. Right. And it's this whole big thing. I was like, listen, man, you're getting real big. And Santa, <laughs> and no, like big, like old. Stop, stop. Yo, listen, I'm not giving you gifts until you drop the weight, kiddo. Yeah. All right? Listen, bro, you've been putting on KGs lately. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so he was like, listen, you're getting older, and Santa Claus has to worry about other kids now. So I'm going to leave all of your presents in the future that you're going to get up to your mom and dad, right? And at it's the end, at the bottom. 
It was really cool. But that wasn't that, that was my parents trying yeah. to wean me off of Santa Claus and onto them. Right? That wasn't them. That that letter wasn't them trying to convince me Santa wasn't real, right? Yeah. But at the end at the bottom of that letter, he signed Santa Claus and he's and my fucking father who wrote the letter spelled clause incorrectly because <laughs> he's fucking illiterate. So he didn't spell it correctly. And then I was like, and that's when it popped for me. I was like, wait, this can't be Santa. <laughs> and I go, and I go, so he's not real? <laughs> and like that's that's how I figured it out. It's because like the whole message, I was like so fucking pumped. Like, all right, cool, like I get it. Like Santa wrote me a letter. I fucking let's fucking get it. And then at the end, spell spell his name wrong with a fucking K instead of a C or whatever the fuck. And and that's what I'm like, oh my fucking this looks like my father's handwriting. And then it all clicked for me, and I was like, you fucking pieces of shit. And that's how I found out he wasn't real. I remember in, oh, shit, in elementary school, um, there was a kid because your Santa comes down the chimney. Yeah. And there's one kid whose house didn't have a chimney. Like, he didn't have a fireplace. And so we all just told him, like, dude, Santa's not even going to visit you. Dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, you don't have a chimney. How's he going to get in there, you yeah, fucking yeah. idiot? Yeah. And and we all, like, ganged up. And he started crying. Oh, well, yeah. He it was great. That's awesome. If you're if you're a kid in Connecticut and you don't have a fucking chimney in your house, yeah. What are you living in a fucking doing, condo? What you are you poor doing, dude. You living in a trailer park? Listen, his presents weren't gonna be good, <laughs> regardless of the chimney. There's no chimney. We're not gonna be good. If you're a 12 year old and you're watching this podcast, and you live in a trailer park in Connecticut. Go fuck yourself. My parents eliminated the whole chimney method. They they made it seem to us that them and Santa were like. Boys, yeah, like they're like, oh, we know, like, like he comes to the house, drops him off, go to bed, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, that's fucking sick. My parents know Santa. <laughs> I tell kids at school, they're like, your parents don't know fucking Santa. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. sound like they were a little jelly. Did you see the Toyota Corolla pull up to the house? <laughs> that's Santa's Toyota Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh god. So good. Well, guys, thank you so much for watching this episode of You Should Be Worried. My name is Matt Lopes. You can find me everywhere at. Um, Matt Lowe's, Matty Fucko, whatever. Just look me up and you'll find me, baby. Uh, dates to come. This is coming out Wednesday. I'm headlining uh, Elbow Room on Friday in West Hartford. And I'm headlining in New Jersey on Saturday. D- double headliner weekend. So, you fucking, I don't know. I'll, I'll probably post something about it. If, you want, if you're interested, fucking meet me there. Chris? Hey, everybody. My name's Chris Warren. You can follow me at Chris Warren Comedy on Instagram and tw- TikTok. That's mm-hmm. the other one. Okay. I don't really use Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. I don't. I haven't posted anything there <laughs> in like a year. Chris Warren two hundred three. Chris, Chris, yeah, that's my Twitter. Wow, Matt knows. Yeah, but anyway, um, I got I got dates. I post them weekly. Every every Monday on my story, I post the dates. So you just if you go there Monday, they'll they'll be there. I don't remember what they are. I'm gonna be real honest with you. No worries. And I, then also be sure to follow uh, in the making itm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, TikTok, and follow, and YouTube. Follow follow the podcast. You should be worried. Right. On TikTok and Instagram. You should be worried about on Instagram. Sub- uh, and like, comment, subscribe. Yeah. Like, comment, subscribe. And uh, thank you guys for watching. We'll see you guys in the future. Have a good one.